you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's a good morning here in New York, but all of our thoughts, all of our prayers are with everyone in the state of Louisiana, the entire Gulf Coast region, people affected by severe weather, other disasters, things going on. They need our help now. You can help support very easily, very quickly, everyone impacted by Hurricane Ida by texting IDA, I-D-A, to 90999. It automatically puts $10 on your cell phone bill. I do believe in it donates those $10 to American Red Cross Relief for Hurricane Ida. Or you can go to redcross.org slash donate. It's important. We know it's displaced a lot of Saints fans, NFL family, and really it's just on a human level, a really great thing if you can make it happen. Or send thoughts and prayers as we are this morning on Good Morning Football, presented by Truist. We're live in New York City this morning, August 31st, last day of August. My name is Kay Adams alongside Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, and D'Angelo Hall talking everything August and everything after. Gentlemen, in front of me, they always put the preseason schedule on blue paper so I can look down quickly and know in front of me, I have the week one schedule. Nice. It feels very good (laughs) to have this, to have real matchups, real stakes, and it's all coming our way less than 10 days from now. It is deadline day today, D'Angelo. Rosters get cut down to 53 by 4 p.m. Eastern, so keep it right here on NFL Network all day long for all the latest news. What's that day like? Well, I mean, for some of these younger football players, it's it's an opportunity, right? Because some guys know they're not going to make a football team. And so what they're trying to do is put enough good stuff on film because sometimes you're just up against the numbers crunch. Sometimes you just don't factor in, depending on running backs, receivers, you know, depending on how many players at that position the team wants to keep. And so it's going to be some really good football players that don't have jobs Mm -hmm. that I'm sure every other team is going to be scouring the wires Mm -hmm. trying to figure out who can we add to our football team that performed really well in the preseason. This year is going to be a game of chicken, too, because of the extended practice squads. If you cut a player, another team might stash him. So if you like a player but he didn't really necessarily play as a top Mm -hmm. 53, you might keep him on your 53 just because of the long term. It's a whole different deal now where some of these late-round picks, they used to say, yeah, we'll cut him, we'll bring him back in the practice. But no, 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 other teams can grab him. I think it's going to be interesting who makes teams and who doesn't. Would today. you keep a player in your 53 who says he's never going to play another down for you again? That's a great Would question. You do that? That's a great question. We'll talk about trading. that in a minute at GMFB. Actually, yeah. let's bring in Tom Pelissero for the lead dog. He's joining us from his home cam on this deadline day. Give us the latest with Deshaun Watson and what's going on with the Texans. It's a story everybody wants to know as we are only nine days away from kickoff to the season. Okay, as of now, no trade is imminent with the Houston Texans for their star quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Hypothetically, that could change today if somebody steps up with the type of offer that Houston cannot refuse. But the more likely scenario as of this moment is that we are talking about Watson's football future for months to come. We reported before training camp began that the Texans were willing to listen But the price was going to be high, three first-round draft picks and more to get Deshaun Watson. That price has not changed. The Texans have not budged. And the message that they have sent to other teams is if they don't get what they want for him, then they are willing to wait. 
The situation does change after 4 p.m. Eastern time today. At that point, the Texans would have to decide, do they play with 52 indefinitely? Do they pay Deshaun Watson over $10 million to stay home or just to attend meetings as he has been? Or do they say after everything that has happened on and off the field for months now, after having him as their fourth string quarterback throughout training camp, now Deshaun, you must play for us or else we are going to fine you. We are going to suspend you. We are going to go after your money and void your guarantees. This all comes, of course, against the backdrop of serious allegations of sexual misconduct. 22 civil lawsuits, there's a grand jury probe, and the NFL is continuing to investigate. Potentially, there could be a suspension for Deshaun Watson, though more than likely that would come in 2022 just based on the pace of how things are going right now. Also, Watson has a no-trade clause, and it has been an open secret within the NFL that his preferred destination is the Miami Dolphins. As for the NFL, they did not place Watson on the commissioner's exempt list prior to training camp. My understanding is, Kay, there is no expectation that changes today. Watson will remain eligible to play for now. Ah, connecting the dots between the Miami Dolphins and Deshaun Watson. Excellent timeline. Beautiful breakdown by you. Thank you so much for waking up so early to explain it to us here at the breakfast table and all the viewers at home ahead of that deadline today. Thanks so much, Tom. We'll talk to you in a bit. Dolphins head coach Brian Flores was talked, uh, asked about Deshaun Watson yesterday. He talked about not just him, but adding any player to the roster, potentially bringing anyone who might be of use to them in Miami. Take a listen. There's a lot of variables there. Um, we want a group that's tough, that's smart, that's competitive, that loves to play, that's team first. I think those are the types of guys we're looking for. Look, I mean, we have a high standard for the people we have in the organization, so I don't get into last strikes or anything. We just, you know, we, we, we want the people with high character and throughout the building. And yeah, that's what we're looking for. The questions right. keep coming up in Miami about Deshaun, about Tua. How confident do you think the Dolphins are in their quarterback? Well, this is crazy. You just said it, like it's September tomorrow. The Dolphins play the Patriots in 12 days. Flores was also asked directly, okay, 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 okay. can you say that the team is not interested in Deshaun Watson? He says, I'm interested in the players we have on this team. That's nuts. And you're saying, well, he can't tamper. Of course he can't tamper. Tampering is saying, oh, we got our eye on that guy. We like him. What he can do is say, we have no interest in anyone. We believe in Tua. We are not interested in any player, the one you mentioned or otherwise. We like the guys we have here in the building, and we are ready for our opener against the New England Patriots. You can say that, and he won't. And meanwhile, the Texans haven't emphatically said that we're not trading for him. And there's so much chatter. Drew Rosenhaus is chirping. He's not Deshaun Watson's agent. He's down there in Miami. He says, oh, this can happen. In fact, the Dolphins are working on this deal. Who knows what Drew knows or what he's working, but he's saying that, which means that every single Miami Dolphin is hearing this, including Tua Tagovailoa, that they've said to a man that they're behind and they're devoted to, and yet he won't shut it down. So would you not come out today and say, listen, Tua's our guy. He was our guy at the draft when you brought this up. He was our guy two years ago when you brought this up. We are going to battle with Tua. He won't say it. It's nonsense about we like the players we have here. And it's deafening. It's absolutely deafening. Hell yes, there's something going on or he would shut it down. I could tell you that back before all these allegations and, and, and the whole situation with, with Watson off the field, he was the hottest name in all of football. And there were teams like Carolina that were interested, teams that like Denver were interested, Philadelphia was willing to consider. I don't hear anything out of those buildings anymore. It's Miami. And a lot of that probably comes from the the Watson side, because on Watson's side, he still has a no-trade clause. As much as we think he has no leverage in this thing, Watson still is due $10 million if he doesn't even play a down this year. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what they, the Texans are going to keep him on the roster. Uh, so I feel like this is one of those where it, it just makes sense match-wise that, A, the Dolphins haven't publicly come out, Kyle, to your point, and said, uh, we're definitely not interested and we're 100% in on Tua, and here mm -hmm. we go. And B, Watson as Tom alluded to, has made it quite known that Miami would be a destination he would consider playing for. So you have this match, and then you've got Tua, who is this great kid, this awesome character, all the things that Tua that Flores was just raving about, and he's staying there, and I don't think you have to be exclusive. You don't have to say, if, if you like Tua, then you don't want Watson, or if you want Watson, you don't like Tua. I think it's fair to leave the door open on this one, and hey, Tua, 
That's the NFL. We don't, you don't, you're not owed anything of, we love you, we're not going to trade for you. I swear we're not going to lie to you. That's just what we are. Mm-hmm. If Deshaun Watson's available mm-hmm. and they've got a couple draft picks to spare for him and they think he checks out off the field, whether it's now or whether it's in March of 22 or whether it's before the draft okay. in April, I think that's an upgrade just from the football standpoint. And if they think off the field he checks off, mm-hmm. I think Deshaun Watson, I think we all would agree, is a top five quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not even close, right? When you watch the Miami Dolphins play, uh, when you watch them play last season, um, you know, and I love Tua, but he does need more time. He sure. needs more seasoning. When you have a guy like Deshaun Watson, he is a proven commodity. And so, yes, to your point, Peter, why is Brian Flores not saying this? Maybe because he knows it's not the truth, right? Maybe he knows he can't say this. He understands that when you add a guy like Deshaun Watson to your roster, I mean, you instantly get credibility. I mean, for what Houston's team was last year, for him to put the numbers up he did, protect the football, I mean, you know, he's 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 so wise beyond his years on the football field. If everything else checks out off the field, on the field, I mean, there's no questions about who this player, who this guy is as a football player. Can you put up some stats for me real quick? You on got tool? Man, for the full screen. Yeah. See. I mean, because this is what you're up against. <laughs> yeah. and, and this is a team that won 10 games and was on the bubble to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, right. that division is theirs if Deshaun Watson is on that football team. And I know we, we got big, bad Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills up there, you know. But if you add a player of Deshaun Watson's caliber mm-hmm. to this roster, sky's the limit mm-hmm. in, my, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Is there a re- reason that the... the- noise has quieted in those other buildings that we've heard of. The Broncos, the Eagles especially, they were hot for a minute on them. They pulled the trade for Minshew. I think one of the major reasons is because we're finding out that this investigation, whether it be from the civil or the criminal side, is not going to be fully done until March of 2022 at okay. the earliest. Mm. So this whole season is going to be this like laying in limbo season. you so, have to pay him eventually, right? No, you don't have to pay him, but you have to give up all those draft picks. Got so if it. you're going to give up three draft picks and your starting quarterback and all these things, and then you find out in March, like, oh, wait, actually, he's guilty of all these things. You're not going to be able to have him, and you have that stain on your, on your yeah. resume. Mm-hmm. Miami, for whatever reason... He wants to go there. They're not closing the door on this yet. And until they close that door, Kyle, Mm -hmm. I think this is going to linger all season long. It's a little hard for me to listen to Brian Flores and what he's talking about Mm -hmm. with high integrity. and It's hard for me to sort of listen to that with Deshaun Watson having that hanging over his head. And none of us know what Deshaun Watson did or did not do. We do know what he's accused of. So if you're going to go on and on about the importance of high-value, high-integrity people in your locker room, I guess... Why trade? How can you go trade for a guy who might have done something? Like that's the allegation, right? That's the that's what's going on. So that's a little hard for me. It's a big risk for anybody to take, um, obviously because of a potential fallout. The possibility he does get suspended. The possibility that he did actually do some of these things. So I just feel like the sell of a like a high standards organization was a weird thing for him to say. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It was. I mean, it's the world we live in, though, right? I mean, how many times have great athletes or great people in the business world or entertainers been given second chances because they because of what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, but going I, out I, of I your way you. to sell I yourself. It's, it's, I, just, exactly. It was, it was very like, that, he said it for a should, reason. So it's yes. just, I always pay attention, like, why would he, like, yes, yes I was waiting for, like, to tell me to was yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Almost That's what you're looking for. Don't you also, like, like, what? Go ahead. No, I think you make a good point. And I would answer your question that either he believes or has information that maybe Deshaun is not who yeah. some people think he is. I would just, if I'm Tua Tonga Valo, I'm walking in today to work. I'm saying, what's up? What the hell, coach? Am I your bleeping guy? I don't know if I don't know if that's Tua. And well, that might, and that's, I agree. I don't know if that's Tua. If not now. I don't even know if Tua's going in there and he's fired up and saying, no, I'm your man. Like, they say there's that fire in him. I'm not sure internally mm-hmm. that he's outraged by this. Maybe that's why we're having this conversation. When you when you take the temperature of the league and like all everything, and you're the perfect person yep. to ask it to, like, what is everyone just like, yeah, not Never my problem. Not my, my not my problem. Mm-hmm. Staying away from mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. until not my problem. Yeah, not getting no involved. One, no one wants to. Touch I don't want to touch too. this. I don't know. So the why story. are the Dolphins? They got a good young quarterback. Are they believing? They're it's, not it's, touching it either. Publicly, they said nothing. They're just being. But they're not not touching it. They're not touching it. I guess they think maybe the just juice is worth the squeeze, and Deshaun is that good. And, and if we're wrong, Miami, go ahead and say something, and we'll stop talking about it. He is that good. He's a very good player. At GMFV, what do you guys think about Deshaun Watson, about the Dolphins, about the 2021 season kicking off in nine days? More GMFV up ahead. Jets head coach Robert Sala trying to get Zach Wilson ready for week one. Hear what he had to say about prepping the rookie. It is up next.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Time for today's Wake Up Call, presented by Verizon Jets head coach Robert Sala was asked how his experience as a defensive coordinator will help rookie Zach Wilson combat defenses trying to confuse him in game action. Take a look. We've given it to him here in camp uh, uh, the best we could, just the way we run our defenses. So he's he's kind of getting used to all the stuff around his feet. You guys saw it again today with all the 11-on-11 work we did, um, flipping coverages on him and just trying to make it hard on him. Um, and it's going to be no different. So he's he's going to get the same same action. You know, I was talking to Mike on the field. We make it so chaotic in practice that we just can't help but feel like the game's going to be slower for him. Um, so we're, we're, we're excited about what he's been able to get exposed to. And, uh, and now it's just a matter of doing our best to give him all the indicators possible so he can make a pre-snap decision so he can get the ball where it needs to go. D'Angelo, I imagine you subscribe to this theory of really giving oh. it to the young rookie on defense. So he's ready for game action, maybe even feel slower once it actually starts. Oh, absolutely. I mean, giving it to any any young football player or anybody on your roster, that's how you get better. Iron sharpens iron. And so, yes, to hear Rob Sala talk about, look, we, we, we make it so hard in practice that games are easy. That's how it's supposed to be. You can guarantee Sam Darnold didn't, have it super hard on him in practice. And I point that out because I say when they were running those all-out blitzes and he was like, man, you know, I didn't know what was going on. I'm sitting at home like, dude, you got to, like, break some type of out route or Mm -hmm. something. You can't just sit there in zero coverage and let your man run deep. And so, yes, this is how it's supposed to be. I remember Mike Shanahan used to make us go at it in practice. And it was times that – you know, we didn't want to be out there, but we fought as hard as we could. And it was even times that we as starters would go over to the scout team and beat up on the starting receivers and all those guys because we <laughs> felt like, look, they need this kind of work. This is the kind of work they need. Um, you know, we shortened up practices. We put groups on different fields to make sure that we got good on good so that come game time, they were ready to roll. You know, and I point that out because it was Robert Griffin III. It mm-hmm. was his year that we split those practices up. And guys were like, man, we're taking way too many reps. And coach is like, no, I need the ones on the ones and the twos can go down there. Mm -hmm. But we got to make sure this young guy is ready to play football for us. Mm -hmm. So that's a matter of philosophy as well because a lot of times the the ones will go up against the twos on defense and vice versa, which leads me to Justin Fields, who we've been talking about a bunch. I think Justin Fields is going up against the number ones now. He's a scout team quarterback, folds the three. So, if anything, whereas we're frustrated that Justin Fields might not be starting right away, we know that in practice he's going up against Khalil Mack, he's going Mm -hmm. up against Eddie Goldman, Mm -hmm. he's going up against Roquan Smith. Justin Fields, while we're watching these preseason games, is in the practices going up against the number one Bears defense, and they're coming at him, and he has to run that scout team and do his best job as he can. I bring that up because I remember Mahomes was always going up against that number one Chiefs defense that first season where Alex Smith was the starter. And that's a philosophy of, hey, you take your rookie quarterback, you let him learn by doing it in practice against our friendly fire as opposed to throwing him into the field and throwing him to the mix that first week against the Aaron Donalds and the Jalen Ramseys and whatever else. Trust me, these rookies, no matter what it is, they're going to get their reps in practice. Mm -hmm. It's just a different matter of philosophy. (laughs) Whether you want to do it that way with Zach Wilson, ones-on-ones, let's go. 
or it's, hey, Justin Fields, you're going to run the scout team, but you're going to see it all playing up against the number one defense. And who was standing there when Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes were doing that? Matt Nagy was <laughs> standing yep. right there. Um, I think the Wilson thing's fascinating. I agree with the philosophy. It's like uh, why do baseball players put that weight on their back before they swing it? So when they get up there, it's actually easier and lighter. And I think the Wilson thing that jumps out is the joint pack practices with the Packers. I mean, they, they went two days against Rodgers and Jair Alexander and all those good starters. And from everything you read about it, like, the Jets got their clocks cleaned, you know? But, like, that's even better than a joint practice. I just wonder, like, is Salah old school? Like, D'Angelo, you mentioned Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan was a head coach in the 80s. I mean, then literally the 1980s, he was a head coach. So I don't know if that still exists in the era of cell phone breaks and more seriously, injury concern and resting starters and wide receivers who don't want to practice. So all this, like, let's go hard on everybody that's great. I just don't know if it's kind of a dying breed and if Salah is a callback to a different era. Have you changed your temperature on the Jets leading up to this first Game it's funny to say that. Season. What? Yeah. I just like I always follow your roller coaster. Well, what Kay's referring to is a matter of weeks ago. We'd say, "What do we think about the Jets?" And I'd be like, "Ah, go get a wild card. I'm I'm, I'm excited. Sala and it." Are you no more with me and Peter now? Well, I, I think it was a little disingenuous before. I think I've always been with you guys, <laughs> but I, there's a spirit on this show of, "Hey, everyone yeah. can win." If you look at their roster, it's 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 lacking a lot. And I, I look, you see Sala and you see Wilson. You say, "This is gonna be fun. We can get to nine wins." I don't know how they're gonna get to. Tell nine. me what you want to see out of that kid, <laughs> Zach Wilson, then. Toughness more than anything, like especially like there's a whole factor with Wilson that has nothing to do with football. It has to do with New York and has to do with the media. I want him to be tough. I want him to do the Eli thing where he gets his nose bloodied and gets mm-hmm. up and then has a cool quote after the after the game. I just want him to keep getting up and keep throwing. Like even if they go four and thirteen or whatever the math works out, I just want him to keep up, shut up, and toughen up, and it'll be great. I promise you, there will be at least one or two highlight passes from Zach Wilson, no matter how many times. Wow, plays! He might be sacked 60, 70 times. We don't know. I mean, that's Derek Carr, David Carr numbers, but Mm -hmm. he will have one of those freakish throws where you're like, all right, I see the arm talent, and there is reason for optimism. Are we are we two kids gloving them? Should we expect more from the Jets? I mean, I think the Jets are going to compete. You know, now, 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 how does that translate to wins? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think they'll compete. I think you'll see a much different football team because of the attitudes from their coaches yes. um, that they'll kind of bring onto the football field. I think they'll feel like they can go in there and win games. Mm-hmm. They got. Do you think Deshaun Watson makers. and the Dolphins will light them up when they play in the division? <laughs> <laughs> Do we think that is the Dolphins? I think so. <laughs> Say we're wrong. This segment's got prizes, and we got another full dose of preseason football this week, this past week, and got the last dose. So it's time to update our rookie rankings at each position with something we've been doing all month long called Rookie Risers. Here's how it works. Last week, each of us went around the table. We took their top three rookies at a position. Peter talked quarterbacks. I took running backs. Adam down the receivers. And D'Angelo will now take the baton and talk defensive rookies. Mm. We're tracking them through the whole preseason. Who's the best? It's kind of like power ranking, but rookie risers. And we'll be updating our rankings based on the entire preseason for the players at the number one spots. They will be receiving a highly, nope. highly coveted good morning football mug. Quick backstory. Um, Can you tell why? Okay, why you feel that way? I feel about the mug like yes. you feel about the Hall of Fame. Mm. I'm an elitist. It's a rare company unless you steal one. I don't know that anybody outside of what Cam Jordan, who mm. walked off with one cleverly, <laughs> took one. One day, that fine, that's on him. This is really, we just heard Robert Sala mm-hmm. talk about giving rookies all they can handle, and we're just giving out our most coveted possession that everyone wants and asks for. To these rookies, I've been struggling to come up with wide receivers at the rookie spot that have done anything in the preseason. I'm not here for it. It's Whose hard. idea was this? I completely mess <laughs> up. Whose idea was this? Peace Triggs. An award, and they came up with the mug. I'm the mug you, is a crazy <laughs> award. I'm, I'm with you, Kay. I think the mugs are sacred. I don't think rookies deserve them. They've got to earn it after their second year in the league. I don't think we're sending the mugs. I'm not okay with it. People have come something. by, guests and dignitaries and royalty, and they say, "Can I get one of those cool mugs?" And we're like, "We, Aaron we can't. We can't. Have one. Sorry, Tony have one. one. But will Ramondre Stevenson have no! one? Peter, kick it off with quarterbacks. It is a cool deal, though, that we're doing this, that we're going to give the best player at each position from a preseason in the rookie class. And it's almost like we've been tracking this yes. like the Olympics, and now let's give our gold medals out, okay? Let's start off, and I'm not giving the mug away either, okay? I'm, with I'm not you. giving away a mug. David Baker and his paws couldn't grab I'll this give you mug. a Kit Kat. And I had Wilson, number one, Lance, number two, Fields, number three. It has been shaken up after the cumulative uh, preseason. All right, 
The number three preseason quarterback out of the rookie class was Trevor Lawrence. I thought he was awesome this last week, and I think that got him into the top three after a, a really tough performance against New Orleans where it seemed like the offensive line was letting him out to dry. He was missing four of his five offensive linemen against the Cowboys and still went 11 of 12 and sliced and diced him up. He also had that incredible pass to Marvin Jones in that Browns game early on. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a no-brainer. He is probably the favorite to be Offensive Rookie of the Year. But in the preseason, mm -hmm. he was not number one. He was number three. Number two, the guy who was number one the past two weeks, Zach Wilson's number two. Falls to two. He falls to two, did not play a down due to... Can't help it. A, Makai Becton wasn't in the game mm -hmm. this past week, and B, there was a torrential rainstorm. You know, our... Our, our PA and our production staff was like, all right, where where is Wilson on this list? He's number two. Mm -hmm. That's where he's going to be. I'm sorry. that That is what it is. He didn't play in the third game, and although he looked great, he only played a couple drives. The number one this player of all of preseason at the quarterback position is someone who I think we got earned hey. his way and won it by scraping and crawling into this list. Every time Mac Jones took the field, this guy was nails. Mm -hmm. And what he was going up against, A, wearing a red 50 jersey all of training camp, B, a, a, a bona fide starter in Cam Newton, and C, a lot of haters, to be honest. I mean, a lot of people were rooting for Mac Jones to not be everything yeah. that he was in the preseason. And he might fail in the pros, I don't know. But as far as the 2021 preseason, my top rookie quarterback was not Trey Lance with his amazing plays, was not Justin Fields with his amazing buzz, and it wasn't Lawrence or Wilson. It was the fifth quarterback taken in the first round. I'm going with Mac Jones. I don't know what you get, whether it be a gold medal or whatever. Not a mug. Not a mug. Uh, not a mug. But the number one rookie quarterback in preseason 2021. I like it. Was Mac Jones. He's so mad Justin Fields is anomalous. McCorkle. I know some coaches McCorkle. in Chicago who aren't. Uh, McCorkle. <laughs> but Peter, you took an unflattering picture a couple of years ago. Doesn't what? Matter. How could you be number one? All right, let me rip through the running backs. This this one, this crew is a little bit motley. But we got a shakeup in the final, in the medal round. Number three, world meet my number three on the Makai Sargent okay. from the Tennessee Titans. Makai Sargent is undrafted out of Iowa. Guys, he was really productive in the preseason. He finished with 187 rushing yards, two touchdowns, one receiving. One receiving is great. He's five foot eight, Woo. undrafted. You know, the Iowa guys always run hard. And if this guy can make the team, Makai Sargent, we would have a backfield of he and Derrick Henry with I call Sargent and Slaughter. And I'm way <laughs> into it. So, Makai Sargent, love it. Welcome to the medal stand. Uh, next one will be very quick. Guys, I just, the body of work here and the impressive tape, I'm going to put Najee Harris right back in the yep. number two spot. Did not play in the third preseason game, and I don't care. This guy, it looks like he's going to have 300 carries this year. Looked great. Kept trying to jump over everybody early. I don't know why he was doing that so much, but he calmed down. And Najee, we will see you in the opener and maybe the playoffs. But the number one, guys, Peter went with Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. I'm going with Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson. How could you not? How could I not? Mr. August. He has been the guy, 217 rushing yards and five touchdowns in three games, including this, the longest play of the preseason, a 91-yarder. Beautiful. Wild things were happening in New England. We got the quarterback, we got the running back, and they're not supposed to be able to draft, I thought. Now, that's my medal stand. And you know what? He went wire to wire at number one. I'll send him a damn mug. I there you care. go. You can have my mug, Ramondre. I'll drink out of a Dixie cup. Adams, <laughs> wideouts. They wouldn't even give I know. us mugs. I know. Like, <laughs> I know. I don't think the world understands. It was like year three and a Christmas present that the four hosts of the show yeah. received mugs. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers, oh. Roger Goodell. <laughs> like, these are people who, Paul Rudd, these people don't have mugs. You're going to send one to Ramondre Stevenson? None of those guys had five touchdowns in the preseason. Woo! All right, here's uh, how I ranked the rookie wide receivers last week. Here we had, all right, Terrace Marshall Jr. You guys know I love the Panthers. He was at number one. Rondell Moore, you know I love number 85. Rod Tidwell out there. And Jalen Darden. All right, let's take a look at the cumulative post-preseason three finale action. Oh, I'm going to go. Yeah, 2-2 two, two Atwell. He's a second rounder for the Rams. It's the first player that took in this draft because they don't pick in the first round. And he led all receivers this preseason with 18 catches. That's impressive. He uh, hasn't yet shown the explosive playmaking that we do expect to see out of this kid. He's 5'8". He's a speedster, 155 pounds. But he's got hands. He's reliable in the pass game. I think we see some big plays start once the regular season continues. All right. Let's go with Rondell Moore at number two. All right. I wish I could have put him at number one, but I can't. Moore, uh, his game this weekend against
Alliance of Saints canceled because of the hurricane, sending all of our love, of course, to everyone down in the Gulf Coast region. Uh, I can't hold it against him, so he stays at number two. He's looked so quick, so dynamic. Cliff is lining him up all over the field. D'Angelo was like jaw to the ground watching some of these highlights from the preseason yesterday. So he touched the ball nine times for 63 yards in the preseason. I'm excited about him at one. Got to give it to Terrace Marshall Jr. Rookie wide receivers didn't do much. Jamar Chase not on this list, not even once this preseason. So he continued. He was awesome this weekend. Three catches, 43 yards, a touchdown against the Steelers. Over the course of the preseason, guys, 181 yards, leading rookies, but also second most of any receiver in the National Football League, which was pretty awesome to see. We had a couple huge bombs for Marquez Calloway, did not make it on this list. We had a nice couple nice connections from Tyreek Hill even. Nope, nope, nope. It was Terrace Marshall who had all the yards, and he'll be a major factor in this passing game. So you don't get a mug, Terrace. I'm sorry, but great job, good work, and we'll see you in 2022. So I've got the defensive rookies. We've got, got Elijah Molden, number three. Jeremiah Owosu, Cole Moore, number two. The outstanding linebacker down there in, uh, with the Browns. And Joe Tryon Shoyank. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> Shoyanka? Yeah. Shoyanka. Sure. Right. I'm sorry about that, Shoyanka. I know you just added that added asterisk. Yeah. But let's take a look at this week's. Uh, top top three rookie risers uh, on the defensive side. And so I got to put my man Patrick, here, right. Patrick Sertan. Not number one? The second, not number one. Uh, he's number three just for lack of just getting out there to reps. You know, this guy's going to be an integral part of what they do in the regular season. So a lot of these guys that's going to be your top players didn't get a lot of shine. But we got some first-round draft picks, so I'm going to take it over to number two. Number two, we got Joe Tryon Shoyanka. That's it. And, I mean, part of that Baltimore front, you know, we know what Baltimore is about. Getting pressure on the quarterback. And this rookie has made play. I said, what did I say? Baltimore. I said Baltimore? You're good, though. I meant the Bucs. I'm sorry. It looks like the old Ravens, to be honest. (laughs) They're getting out there on defense. So, Shoyanka rounds out the number two spot. And number one, Quiddy Pay. I mean, think about the way they play ball in Indianapolis, man. He was just... The quintessential dude to come in there and be a part of that defense, man. That defense wins football games for the Colts. And Quiddy Pay is one of those guys who can get after the quarterback, has a motor. And I love his story, man. I mean, his story, just hard work, determination. I mean, I love this kid. So he rounds out the number one spot right there, Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay makes the list. That's the three defense, only one hyphen on your final list. Yeah. Do we have the entire uh, crew of medal winners? The four of them. I know we had a couple Patriots. Who else do we have? Can we show everybody who was allegedly supposed to be getting a mug? No, we can't. But we had uh, first-round guys. We had uh, Ramondre Stevenson, a fourth-round guy. And I guess it's to each his own if we want to send them a mug. Ramondre, you're getting one. I got a feeling, Adams, you are not sending <laughs> that vibe very Over strong. my dead body, <laughs> will I get... Right out your hands. Are we Are we kidding here? Triggs, are you with me on this? Or you want to yeah. dish the mugs away? I give kinda me a break. Am. I said give them something. There's got to be something we can give these guys. They've played a month of football. They're the best at their position. There's got to be something. So in Maybe. Nate's closet, I'm sure he's still got a bunch of it's junk true. in there. It's true. Maybe a, a T-shirt with Nate's face on it. But the the mug, I think the mug is sacred. Maybe we got a pallet of mugs now. Maybe the way is true. Now we can just send them all off. Maybe everybody gets a mug. But then now. they're less meaningful. Yeah, you can't put Philip Rivers and Frank Gore in the Hall of Fame, bro. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. We welcome in Will Selva from the West Coast. Today is cut-down day around the NFL, and there was one particularly surprising name. That would be Cam Newton, whose time in New England is now over. This according to NFL Network's Tom Pelissero. Of course, Newton had signed a one-year, $5.1 million deal with New England. Newton starting 15 games for the Patriots in 2020, going 7-8 and eight as a starter. But, of course, as we know, the Patriots selecting quarterback Mac Jones, 15th overall in the 2021 NFL Draft. Jones led Alabama to the 2021 National Championship. Joining us now is the aforementioned Tom Pelissero, who brought us this news. And, Tom, what was the reasoning behind this move by the Patriots this morning? Will, the future is now in New England. Bill Belichick consistently says he will always do what is best for the team. And in this case, 
Belichick determined what was best for the 2021 Patriots was to release their veteran quarterback Cam Newton and roll with the rookie number 15 overall pick Mac Jones as their week one starter. Now, Newton had gotten the vast majority of first-team reps through the course of training camp and the preseason. Of course, he did miss several practices after having an issue with COVID testing cadence where he was not able to stay within the protocols, had to stay out of the building. That gave New England an extended look at Jones, but Jones had already impressed them through the course of the preseason. Obviously, they came to the conclusion Mac Jones is ready for this right now, which is not a surprise to other people within the league who had studied Jones through the pre-draft process. In fact, I had one coach for another team who had done homework on all the quarterbacks who told me back in May, Mac Jones is going to be the week one starter. He plays the way that the Patriots want to. He is a fast processor. He is extraordinarily intelligent. And a guy who, from a football maturity perspective, is also really good. Performed well when he got his opportunities in exhibition games. Now Cam Newton set to hit the free agent market. This was always a possibility, too, even back when Newton re-signed with the Patriots back in March. His one-year contract included a $2 million signing bonus, a $100,000 workout bonus. That is all the Patriots have committed financially to Cam Newton. He also had a $1.5 million fully guaranteed base salary, but that is subject to offsets for money that he might earn with a new team. No reason financially New England could not move on. And certainly from a football perspective, Bill Belichick has shown us time and again that even if it seems unorthodox, even if it seems surprising, he knows what he wants out of his players. And after just a few months with the Patriots, Bill Belichick decided Mac Jones is ready to be their starting quarterback right now, Will. And Belichick was holding off on announcing who the starter was going to be, calling it, quote, a big composite. We have a volume of work to look at. Obviously, they looked at enough and decided that Mac Jones is their guy under center for week one against the Dolphins. Uh, Tom, you had mentioned that COVID-19 issue. I know there was some exasperation there amongst folks in the New England organization. What part did that play in the move today? What that did was give Mac Jones more of an opportunity that he was not getting to that point with the first string offense. He got more reps. He certainly got in front of the coaches. They got to see him lead the huddle. All those types of things that they're evaluating through the course of the process. Now, certainly this does not seem like a punitive move with Cam Newton. They know exactly what Cam is. He was part of the team last year. He was actually playing pretty well early in the season prior to him actually testing positive for COVID-19, which led to a sequence of events where he missed some time and never really seemed to be completely in the flow of things again. But let's be very clear. Mac Jones earned this. He was the best quarterback that the Patriots determined to lead them forward into this season. Even though he is a young guy, he's somebody that teammates gravitated towards at Alabama. We saw him at his pro day compete. Everybody says, oh, he's not as, as good of an athlete as the other quarterbacks in this draft. So he ran a 40. He did the vertical jump. He did all those things. They love guys who are competitors in New England. Mac Jones showed that. Bill Belichick was present for that pro day. He ends up sliding all the way to them at number 15. They didn't have to go up and get him. They let the draft come to them, and they hope now they've got their franchise quarterback, not just for the future, but for the present, Will. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. 
on the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Joining us now is Super Bowl champion quarterback and senior advisor for the Washington football team. He's also the co-founder of the Black College Football Hall of Fame. Please welcome to the breakfast table Super Bowl 22 MVP, Doug Williams. What's up, Doug? Good morning, Doug. How y'all doing today? Oh, uh, doing good, Doug. Doing good. Thank you for joining us. Um, your alma mater, Grambling State, will be taking on Tennessee State in the second annual Black College Football Hall of Fame Classic. Uh, the game will be Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on NFL Network. Talk to us about why this event is so important for both players and HBCUs. Well, I think I think number one for for the two teams that are playing is something that uh, we did way back in the day. It was like a rivalry, you know. We're doing the two tall days and and James Hunter and people like that. Th- those games was classic every year. Um, Tennessee State left, went to Ohio Valley, and Grambling stayed in the swag, so they hadn't played a lot. But I think for what is happening this weekend. And with what NFL Network is doing is actually giving the young guys an opportunity to be seen. And, and I think that's so important and let them know that they've got an opportunity to be on TV like everybody else. And I think it opens up the pipeline to a lot of guys wanting to come to HBCU because of what is happening and, and what we're doing is for bringing them to the television. Because, you know, television says a lot for a lot of guys because that's what they want to be. But... Uh, we take our hat off the NFL Network for, for doing this. No, it's really cool, and we're honored to do it. The Black College Football Hall of Fame Classic is more than just a game, though. It's a whole weekend, and it's festivities that start on Friday in Canton, Ohio. Can you go through the weekend and what we've got leading up to the game? We're pretty <laughs> excited for it. Man, we got we got such an uh, exciting weekend. We got a gospel concert. We got the Battle of the Bands. We got a uh, step mm-hmm. show. You name it, we got a golf tournament. So we got a weekend full of, of what's going on up in Canton, Ohio this weekend. So, you know, I would advise the people who, who hadn't been there to go there and you see a good classic matchup of, of two football teams. But you're also going to see a good battle of the bands, two bands from the historical black institution. I think that is big. Love a battle of the bands. We're always all about that. Everyone, please check that out. And. We also love, I guess we could call it beef, Doug. I don't know if you were watching the prior segment, but on the topic of the Washington football team, our very own D'Angelo Hall had a moment with the great DeAndre Hopkins, which featured a slip and some chatter. Uh, what was your take on that? Because I, I know you were privy to D'Angelo's. Well, let me say this. D'Angelo, I'm going to give you credit. You slipped. But I also want to say DeAndre Hawkins ran a heck of a route. <laughs> and what did that call? Oh, 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 stop that. Heck of a route. Stop that. You know you wouldn't See, appreciate your receiver stuttering that corner at three yards. <laughs> I know. But you're right. I guess it did work. We, it did work. Yes. Yeah, 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 it did. <laughs> Oh boy, y'all had fun. Doug, oh boy, Doug Williams is you piling up. Is he joking me right now? See, Doug, I, I can let Doug joke me. Doug, now. were you not crying in the break watching that go down with me? Were you not one and crying with me? Yes, you were. Well, I think I was crying because I think it's, you know you all was aching and moaning. He kept trying to explain himself, and I'm saying to myself, "See." Hall, let it go, man. Let it go. <laughs> but he wouldn't let it go. <laughs> let it go. We weren't egging him on. Do you mean because we kept wanting to see the play over and over <laughs> and, over. <laughs> and over again? And over. I'm just trying, you know, I'm just trying to get the best out of my teammate here. Uh, we love no, having you on the show. You got it. Let's talk. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's no, talk a little 2021. Oh, my gosh. Ryan Fitzpatrick named the starter of this team entering his 17th season in the NFL. How good do you think this offense can be with him at the helm? Well, I, I do think the offense has has to um, complement the defense. I think that's the most important thing because I think our defense is going to do the job, do what they have to do, give them the football. Now, Ryan got to protect the football, but he also got to move the football. He has some weapons. Um, you know, if, if um, he does what the offense did last year, and I think Ryan could could operate this offense a lot better than anybody did last year. 
He can get the ball up the field. He's going to take. He's going to take chances now, and and I think that's what has been missing in this football team is the fact that we got a guy that's going to take chances. We're also going going to hit the guys that are open. And uh, Ryan been around a long time. You know, you know he's seen so many things. And you can't fool him anymore. And I think uh, Scott Turner got the guy that he feels that uh, can operate this offense. All right, we'll see. The season starts soon and we'll know. But before we get to the season, I want to go back to the 70s. And I want to talk about some football jerseys. Because here on GMFB, we have so much love for that Buccaneer creamsicle jersey that you rocked all those years ago. And at the Buccaneers parade this year to the Super Bowl, Shaq Barrett's out there celebrating. And what's he wearing? A throwback Doug Williams Buccaneers jersey. (laughs) It is so cool. We want to know your opinion. I know you're in Washington and you're the legend, but look at JPP and Shaq. How cool was it for you to see your jersey being rocked there when the Buccaneers won their second Super Bowl title? Well, that was a great scene for me. But but I'm going to say this. You know, people talk about those jerseys, talk about the uniform. Tampa Bay, back in the day, with those cream sickles and white pants, uh-huh. was the best uniform in the NFL. Bar none. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The best. Mm-hmm. That's it. Time to bring them back. Mm-hmm. I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Now, Doug, I don't agree with you saying I slipped, but I appreciate you getting I, up I, this I, morning I, and kicking it with us. <laughs> thanks, B. Hall, man. You know, hey, I just had to say that, but you know I'm on your side. You know that. I know, I know, I know. And I love you, Doug. I appreciate it. Thanks for, for joining us. Hey, man, take care. I appreciate it. Good stuff, Doug. More of the morning thanks. football after this. Last week, we did our top 10 breakout players of 2021. It's an annual list I do. And Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins came in at number two. I was really, really positive on J.K., and I thought he was going to tear up the league and all this stuff. Well, he's out. He's out. He's out for the year. So I get a mulligan. All right, and J.K., Hope you're doing well. Your recovery is going to go great. You got some of the best medical team working with you. But it's time we get to replace him at number two. So I'm going to give you another name. Okay. Let's go up to New England. And it's not Mac Jones. It's not Ramondre Stevenson. It's a defensive player. You guys know who Josh Uche is? No. 55 on the Patriots. Josh Uche is tearing up Cam and was tearing up last year towards the end of the season. Here's his resume. Second season with the Patriots. was our second-round pick last year. Led Michigan in sacks in those two seasons. Son of Nigerian immigrants. Uche is going to be a problem this year in the NFL. And if you don't want to hear it from me, maybe maybe we should hear it from somebody else. You know what? Mark Rillo, our producer, can we get Matt Judon, the new free agent acquisition, talking about Josh Uche yesterday after the preseason wrapped up? True, probably too much, man. You know, uh, if I keep teaching him, I'm going to be up out of here looking for a new team. But uh, I think he's he's just progressing, and he's coming into his own player uh, with just how uh, many positions he play on the football field. And uh, we line him up inside, and we can line him up outside, we can line him up off the ball. And, uh, you know, as he uh, gets more reps, and repetitions and, and looks and schemes, different schemes and stuff. Uh, I think uh, he's just going to continue to grow and continue to be a good player. But I don't think I have anything to do with that. I think it's all him. Uh, you know, he puts in the time uh, and the effort, and he's reaping the benefits. Wow. That's high praise from one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Uche is expected to play multiple positions in that Patriots defense. And guess what? Dante Hightower's back. They have a rejuvenated unit with now Judon on the outside. There is a lot to like. Chase Vinovich is now going up. Kyle Duggar. They have a young core that I think is going to be there for the next 10 years. And this guy, Uche, might be the most important piece. Number 55, my number two breakout player now. J.K. Dobbins is out. But I got to give you someone on offense, right? Here's our wild card. Our wild card. We have a top 11 now. We got a top 11. We're adding someone. Trent Sherfield had an amazing preseason. Trent Sherfield, who came in as maybe the fifth or sixth wideout in San Francisco this summer. He's going to maybe have a shot. Maybe we'll find a way to get him on in special teams. I can tell you guys, after speaking with the folks in San Francisco, Sherfield's going to be their number three. And if he's not their number three, he's their number four because Mohamed Sanu's been in the league for 15 years. Uh, Sherfield was with Arizona the past few years. It was good. Kyler would go to him. He was, he was a solid player. Comes out of Vanderbilt, undrafted. 
ends up on the 49ers this offseason. And this preseason, Trent Sherfield has been everywhere. And Sherfield was really good this preseason and has earned it in practice as well. So, is he worthy of drafting in your fantasy league? Probably not. He's the third wide receiver on a team that's going to run a lot of footballs. Okay. But if you want to talk about a breakout guy for a team that everyone is very high on, Sherfield, you're going to say, where did he come from? He's been in the league. With Arizona, came out of Vandy, played in the SEC. I think he's a breakout player this year. And with Debo as your number one, Ayuka as your number two, and Trent Sherfield as your number three, let's see that San Francisco offense. There we go. JK's out. We got Uche and we got Trent. Uche! Let's have a breakout year, fellas. It's on you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.